left or right from there great i will accept no more the way, the way i run my podcast uh is i just yell <laughs> over people and guide the conversation the way i want it to go um, no i think you're a fucking well uh, i think you're a fucking good host i think you're uh no I, I think you're much better host than i am i uh i, I find your your hosting very funny well thank you I my disagree. natural laziness uh prevents me from being a host um I'm kind of shoved into it because it's either got to be me or Neil or Lou or Jeff, and I don't trust any of them to uh, ever. Uh... No, you were uh, Neil is fucking funny as hell. He, you're a much better host. <laughs> yeah, there's there's uh, something we said about just keeping things organized. Yeah, like um like me and a couple of people in the in the Golf Kings Discord were talking about starting a show, and like well a, like a, too many people were talking about it at once. And then uh, I don't know if you listened to uh, Mike Dicta at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I said, but I said, I'm just like, all right. So if we were, t- if this were to happen, I'm like, who is the Charles here? Because we have like eleven hell dudes. <laughs> and so who is? It's like someone needs Evil to man? take the lead. No, it. I'm. I'm now the one taking the lead on it. I'm oh. the one that started the group DM. What, what's your new, What's <laughs> your new podcast about? Uh, I don't know. It only went as far. <laughs> there was about there was about a half hour worth of uh, four person Twitter group DM, and um, we hadn't uh, and it hasn't been discussed for like five days since. Uh, I'm gonna deviate a little bit. We're probably gonna use some of that because it was it was kind of funny. Uh, this is dismal tide. We go through sports Twitter, so you don't fucking have to because it sucks ass. Bad stuff. It's irredeemable and that voice you just heard is dan black uh, bang local dads hey how's it going boys you know banglocaldads.com going through it once is like bad enough but to go through all that stuff all this garbage twice now that's a real punishment that's a real punishment i so, like i like having the same conversation again because now that the, the uh, jokes have been rehearsed and i'm gonna deliver them better and whether you guys laugh as hard, that's that's on you. But I'm going to hold up my end. I like that we, attitude. We recorded the first one early this morning, uh, early being like noon uh, central time. Uh, so I was like, you know, half, you know, half gas, half full. So and now that did I'm, show. Uh, so. Yeah, I know. So I'm, this time I'm really excited to actually put the pedal to the metal, really just deliver. Um, and I'm not going to repeat anything I say because I cannot remember a single thing I said a mere no, eight hours yeah. ago. Uh, no, uh, the conversation we the conversation probably won't go this way. I was uh, I made my joke that Andrew Dice Clay would be Bernie Sanders' running mate, but now I yes. can't spend I can't spend five minutes on that again because yes. uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm I've, I've exhausted the premise. Great, 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 great. We're all exhausted. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna not. say it once. You've already said it. I'm gonna say it again. It's a new show, guys. It's a whole new it's show. A whole new show. Episode, and if you were wondering, fans, episode nine who, and a half. Who to blame? I think if you look in your heart, you know who to blame. I think we all know it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I didn't even have to say it out loud for most of the people that would listen to us. I'm and not. We're just gonna keep marching right on. I'm not. Mad I mean, for, I'm. 
I'm not mad for two reasons. One is that because this happens constantly. And two, <laughs> oh, it has not happened on Dismal Tide yet. <laughs> for the record, this is the first time I've. Uh, I just listened to the beef. episode where you guys talked about how you hadn't done it yet. So yeah. I feel like it's time, you know, the last time it happened was when I was on the last time on your last podcast. So it's time to return to form and really get back to our roots of deleting the podcast episode on accident. And again, every single time has been my fault. How did you do it the last time? How did you do it the last time? Well, the, the I wish I could tell you, and I, I wish I could tell you that I've learned something, and I and I marked was it the that exact mistake. same way. No, I don't think so. The first I don't okay. I genuinely don't remember. The first time it happened was yeah. Mike remembers all the shit. Loves um, to remember my fuck ups. The first time it happened was when uh, you and Neil were on, and uh, you said that you were going to record your side of the audio, and we just assumed that meant you would uh, have all of it as like a failsafe when in fact it was just your side of the conversation. So, um, so that was the first one. Um, and again, in that situation, would have cost me nothing to just hit record. Exactly, it would, <laughs> it would have cost me nothing. The second one, the second one was when uh, when your microphone fell and turned off the recorder. Ah, yes. Um, and we didn't notice for like a half hour. And... So we're so we're even on that one, and now you guys have one upped us. You've one upped the BangleDads.com guys again, as you are to do, and you just straight up deleted. The episode right. we recorded this morning. Yeah, just, nice. we do actually. Say, do you want to say this? No. We actually, uh, <laughs> uh, a bit of a confession. We we rehearsed this and decided to do this because you guys took the uh, the ballers premise from us and ran with it. Oh, uh, yeah. We yeah. said we said we're gonna. These guys are nice guys, but I'll tell you, I'm willing to waste at least three hours of their time. Um, I I no, I, I just remember uh, when I listened to the first one that you guys did. And I just went. It, I, this I, is better. No, I got the I got the exact timestamp, <laughs> and just like it took all seven minutes and eighteen seconds for Dan to say, "I fucking hate talking about this show." <laughs> well, it's because Bars like, is a bad show. Bars is a terrible show, and we've done two seasons of it on Pod on the Haters in the Building podcast over on SoundCloud or whatever uh, podcast app you use. Uh, but yeah, that's a. Uh, you know, podcasting is a lifestyle. You kind of have to throw yourself into it. I said this earlier, but you know, you you, you gotta you gotta give your whole heart into it. You can't plan for anything. You uh, just have to sit and watch a terrible TV show, whether it be Ballers, Pilots, or The Bachelor. Uh, fan favorite, The Bachelor. America Broadcasting Company's The Bachelor. Uh, <laughs> and then you sit and you talk about it, or you talk about other things. Try to avoid the thing as much as possible. <laughs> Look, the the bachelor, the bachelor sucks for a lot of reasons, but I genuinely love talking about that show because it's just everything about it is so unnatural, just so deeply weird. Like, yeah, there is not a there is not an ounce of uh, authenticity in any part of that show, um, from the way it's edited, from the way the people act, from the general premise. Of uh, dating multiple women at once. We're at uh, hometowns this week, so they go- he goes and he asks every one of their fam- <laughs> fathers, "Can I d- marry your daughter?" What? What? Why would? What? Yeah, why I, is I this happening? Said, it, it, like it ends in an ellipsis. It's just like I was just asking for your blessing to marry your daughter. 
Potentially. Potentially. Maybe. 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 If she fucks me in the fantasy suite. Uh, no, I like I like the hometowns. I've never seen one before. It was funny. Hometowns. It was kind of after one or two, you kind of get it. Yeah. Also, and, and what what I like about hometowns is is also the first time that they like get to really talk to anybody outside the bubble of the yes. bachelor mansion, where it's a lot of people just going like, hey, you know, this is uh this is not a normal way to date anybody. You know that, right? <laughs> and then they have to try to convince them that they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, that it because they send them to non-English speaking countries, and so even if they do get out of the house, there's no one there for them to be like, like when they go to Vietnam or when they went to um, Malaysia, Malaysia or Singapore this year, oh, yeah. uh, and they're like walking around in the markets. None of those people speak English. None of them can be like, uh, they just sit and they watch and they go, "Wow, that American man gets to make love to all of those women." Little do they know, the American man, the hunk, he's a virgin. L- look. Uh, you, you never know what other people are going through. Little do they know. Like, this fucking this sneaky bastard's a virgin the whole time. Yeah, just get, just just to think that you look at that man and just say, if only I could have what he has. And the truth of the matter, Brendan, the emperor uh, wears no clothes. <laughs> All right, let's get let's get into this stuff. Our first episode took like two and a half hours, three hours. Uh, and no one listens to a podcast for more than 55 minutes. So let's get it rolling, boys. <laughs> I, I couldn't agree more. I actually said minutes. to myself, I was like, oh, well, we're going to do this a second time. We're not going to have to fucking uh, talk about The Bachelor. No, we're <laughs> always going to talk about The Bachelor. <laughs> Our first show will reply. Uh, new content. New content. In Mike Piazza's first day in the Padres camp in spring training 2006, like all new players, he took a mandatory test to measure hand strength. At 37, he broke the club record by a mile. Manager Bruce Bochy said it was like Herman Munster joined our team. Hashtag only in spring ta- training. That was by Tim Kirchin of ESPN. Uh, to which Addison replied, it's called performance enhancing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> How do you forget, Tim? Uh yeah, I think a lot of hand strength records were probably getting broken in the mid two thousands, between between nineteen ninety three, and all right, let's skip ninety five. Let's skip the strike season and go ni- from ninety five to about uh, to the end of uh, the Bonds era. Uh, quite a lot of hand strength records were getting broken. Whoops, I. <laughs> we're just gonna keep rolling podcast. Uh speed podcast today we're just going did you, through did you did you drop your phone on the microphone or something oh no 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 everything's or good whoops in oh, okay no i was no. whipsing tim kirchin uh forgetting for, that. forgetting oh. that everyone was yeah. on steroids <laughs> mike Dude, piazza was, was definitely on steroids uh like i, I don't follow caught. i don't follow like every team but the, you know like like the mets do a lot of just like on on this day or like happy birthday to whoever wait did he get caught Piazza, uh, did he actually get in trouble for steroids ever? I don't no, know if he did. No, I don't of, think he did. No, all of his, uh, all of his things in the news were always gay controversies. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and there's a great. Hey, it really, that's way more about. damaging. That's way more damaging than a uh, PED uh, accusations. In 2006, in baseball, 
that man has a family. <laughs> <laughs> the um, like, I wonder if the Mariners like post like a happy birthday video to like Brett Boone and just show him when he looked like an absolute just mutant in two thousand two, when he was just like wider than he was tall. <laughs> I they just, show out. They show out PEDs. I think every single baseball player should be like six feet wide and four feet tall. Uh, the beautiful the bat, thing about oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say the bat should break every time they hit the ball. The the beautiful thing about performance enhancing drugs in baseball is unlike the other uh, contact sports, you're not gonna hurt anybody. That's right. No. So like, there's n- except for the person doing it, but like in a legal setting. Probably have more doctors involved. Probably get this done a little safer, a little more efficiently. Yeah, well, I was gonna say the shots don't hurt that much. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine! Oh, imagine feeling the pressure to keep up with steroids, but being uh, the steroid era, but being too afraid of needles to do it. Like that's your reason. There's no moral. <laughs> like there's no moral reason for not doing it. Just the big fucking baby. Yeah, just too afraid of needles, and and for that reason, I lost out on potentially three hundred million dollars worth of contracts. I like the guy who thinks uh, he doesn't want his balls to shrink too much, so yeah, it doesn't do him. That's, that's more of my kind of guy. <laughs> I, I met somebody who did them. He said that they just like return back to size when you're not doing that. Really? Now I, which like when you put it like that, all right. Yeah. The, then what's the issue? Well, and the, also, <laughs> it's the only thing wrong with this. I don't see any problem with this at all. <laughs> the peak of the steroid era was also uh, when I was a teen. So when they ta- talked about like how bad. Like, uh, uh, like your back acne would get from steroids. I'm just like, I don't need any more of that. I'm like, that's the last thing I need. I'm staying off drugs. All right. Robert Kraft had a really bad week. Yeah. I'm happy to talk about Robert Kraft forever. I mean, uh, we talked about him for at length, at length earlier. Uh, but I, I, we could probably still, uh, uh, get off a couple more times on this uh, story here. <laughs> uh, well, boys, prepare to shoot your load. All right, do we, do we have Crass. do we have new craft material, or are we just no? Gonna, it's the same. It's I just got new work, craft material. Know. I don't well, know. There is craft- a there was a breaking story during the day today. Uh, apparently, he went to the parlor. Uh, yeah, the during the yeah, yeah, right yeah. before the AFC Championship game. Yeah, yeah. The day of, he got there at like ten thirty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, very funny, especially in the light of some of these comments of uh, basically of people just saying it's all fake uh, and, and they shouldn't believe it. And I uh, would really love to see him yeah, fake news his way out of this. Extremely detailed report of how he showed, what time he showed up there, detailing the video of what happened and what time he left. They had the license plate number of the car. And all, these, and all these people in the Bleacher Report comments are just saying never happened. Just absolutely damned by evidence. Now, all right, so. What? I mean, my my life and Robert Kraft's life are pretty different. Admittedly, that's yeah, the guy one. is a multi billionaire. Yeah, he has a hot girlfriend. But <laughs> people consider him successful. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep going. So, <laughs> so, um, I I I just don't. When you think about like getting ready for the day, like. And you just go through all of your uh, uh, regular morning routine and then get in a car and get driven directly to <laughs> the massage place. On a big day, too. It wasn't like, a, like, it wasn't like on an off day or whatever. There's so, I mean, Well, he's not playing. 
Nobody has to be there. He has He's to show relax. up. All he has is the stress. He doesn't get the, the stress released by hitting somebody or, you know, making a big play. He's just got to watch. That's, yeah. That's his, 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 his money dance around out there on that field, you know? Need a release. That's right. You know? Um, so you're defending him, Brennan. Well, honestly, I think that <laughs> if you'll give me a moment. Sure. <laughs> uh, I think that Vice General DQ said it best. He said, just admit it, you're human. We all have to bust a nut, male or female. <laughs> That's what Vice General uh, Gerald DQ said on Bleacher Report. And you know what? I got no problem with it. Yeah. Um, At uh, the end of the day. Again, uh, I, I I just, I still, going back to it, I, I don't understand why this place. I just, has, has anybody ever in earnest, like, talk to you about getting a rub and tug at like a massage place like how they did it and how you know like the steps involved and just i know a cop who uh uh was forced and i i probably should be a little vague about this uh he <laughs> uh in a small town uh in the midwest uh the mayor's wife uh found out that uh people were getting hand jobs at the uh massage parlor in town and so she bugged the mayor, her husband, <laughs> to make cops go bust it up. Uh, and, uh, yeah, when they got there, uh, he had to – he was – he wasn't even wired. He used his iPhone's, like, voice memos thing and just left it on. Uh, and then, yeah, they busted up this place and probably ruined a lot of people's lives. And uh, probably sent people back to worse abuse or, yeah uh, – but that's that's my one experience with that. I mean, I just gotta imagine how did the uh, mayor's wife find out if the mayor wasn't going there? Um, this th- there was a uh, th- that is like a very small version of uh, one of the great dollop episodes, the, the Newport sex scandal. Mm-hmm. In like I think it was like nineteen nineteen or something. Um, Eisenhower was the Secretary of the Navy, whenever uh, no, that was. Uh, FDR. FDR, I'm sorry. Uh, and um, the, the Navy was concerned that there were homosexuals in the Navy. Imagine. Of all the branches of the military. Yeah, um, okay. And so what they chose to do was send in spies to go just, to, no, I'm sorry. Like, to the known like uh, gay clubs around Newport, Rhode Island. And basically what would happen over and over again documented in excruciating detail was these men sent by the United States Navy would just have gay sex write it all down and then report to their bosses what happened <laughs> over and over, over and again. over again it is it's it's really it's really special Newport sex scandal the it, dollop Dave Anthony unblock me it, yeah Dave well uh <laughs> Dave Anthony, please unblock me. I miss you. D- Brendan got blocked by Dave Anthony for uh, for making a joke that read as an insult, and I I saw it and I immediately texted you and I said Dave's gonna block you, and then he did. What was the joke? It was bad. It was just like he dunked on some climate change non-believer with like fifty followers, and I just like pointed out you're that just, I loved that he like, dunked I, on you're, him. You're like I love it when my heroes uh, uh, attack people with like less than fifty followers. And you said like no, <laughs> seriously. And no, seriously, man. Yeah, I know. Like, it did not read as a joke at all. <laughs> but it was you trying to be make it sound more sincere. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's really funny. Yeah, <laughs> no. and I, I deleted it. Um, 
because I was mad and ashamed. Not quick enough. Uh, this man that I find very funny blocked me. <laughs> you like for like I, days. You were like, all I've been listening to is a dollop <laughs> for like two weeks. It's all you. Listened yeah, I just to. like got turned into the dollop. Immediately got blocked by its host. I yeah, within a month of like discovering the dollop, or like not discovering, but finally listening to the dollop, I was blocked by the the very charming and uh, fun host, um, Dave Anthony. Uh, listen to this podcast. They'll be on me. tour. We can go ask him in person. Unblock me, Dave. You wouldn't be. There's no way you'd be the first person to ask him to unblock you in person. <laughs> that's abs- with with him. That's absolutely happened before. Uh, cluster. You deserved f- it. Cluster. Fuck. F U K. That's how I'm pronouncing it. Love it. The guy is a multi-billionaire. Do you really think maybe if he wanted a call girl, he could afford the most expensive, <laughs> most discreet service to send someone to his home in Palm Beach? Massage parlor in Jupiter? Eh, doesn't impress me as the type to roll with trash. Just my opinion. <laughs> uh, yeah, we talked about this guy earlier. I love him. He uh, is clearly a dumbass, uh, but he has a great, great screen name, uh, so I can't really complain. Uh we the the first half is like so you can kind of agree with like uh not the do you really think part but if you wanted to call a girl he should have just gotten an, an expensive discreet like why is he going to the massage parlor well, this place it's is so pathetic it's pathetic it's sad you're rich dude you're so cheap go get a just get, come on pay the pay the woman for a real work Paying sixty I, bucks to get a hand job at the freaking Jupiter. Come on. I don't know. I guess it's also worth considering that maybe that's what he prefers. Um. Well. Oh, oh yeah. The rubbing tub just like don't even have to pretend. And now, to like we're, and now we're kink shaming. <laughs> oh, uh, uh. Can you guys delete this one as well? <laughs> <laughs> just slam the space. We wall. all we all get kink shamed <laughs> for uh for saying the uh for insulting uh robert craft's uh sexual proclivities well what if i get off on people having sex slaves (laughs) oh no yeah see there and there you go look that's uh uh, i want you to be happy in a way that doesn't make other people unhappy this is a pandora's box oh no yep now um yeah that that's the who was that woman from the other day who said not to do not use the word slave unless you're using it in a BDSM context because oh. she finds it very triggering. Yeah, I saw that. That was mm. man. If I was a billionaire, That's I'd pay cool. too. Shit, fuck it. Like I, like I said, last empire. <laughs> that was last man, empire. Like I, I, I think about this a lot because it's the only time I've like ever been like people like looked at me. Like I would had done something wrong, <laughs> uh, was at, in when I was doing sketch classes at UCB. I was in sketch two hundred one, and the sketch that I'd written was uh, two like performatively woke guys are like hassling a black man for how he's like just going about his daily life, and I knew that that was a thing, but I didn't have a good example like to point to. And now, like on 2019 Twitter, oh my God, do I have people to point to and just say these people exist? I'm like, I'm not, because everyone's like, it just feels a little racist. I'm like, yes, it is. And like, maybe the joke, and like, and maybe the jokes aren't there. Absolutely, yes, that's there. the point. It is racist. But yeah, like, uh, there's, there's this. I saw somebody screenshotted this guy who, uh, whose at handle is cut off, but his, his display name is Trevor supports Democrats. But it says, and he is very much. 
a, a white man uh, with uh, rectangular glasses, and I would say that he's a programmer, 100%. But a new rule. If you're a POC supporting Bernie Sanders, you have to explain why he and Thread. And just like, so you as a white person are saying, if you're a person of color and you support Bernie Sanders, you owe an explanation to me. And that it's good to gatekeep. Yeah, I, it, I'd love to gatekeep that, and that kicks ass. And like that's the thing. Like there was a line where like two guys were like yelling at at, at this this person, just said like, "Is this what Shirley Chisholm fought for?" And just like everyone's <laughs> like, "That's a little over the top." I'm like, "Yeah, but like these people are out there, and like people didn't believe me." And whether or not, and like maybe the sketch wasn't very good, whatever. But like I'm just I'm just so relieved to know that my instincts were correct. Yeah, you just before your time, yeah, you should have gotten this, was... the skit produced and just held it. I don't know. I probably, if I look back on it, it probably fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, let's hey, pull it out right now. Let's let's do it right now. The three of us. That, I'll play uh, the black guy. Oh, that's a good. We should do DMT theater instead. <laughs> no, we do a theater where we go through my old sketch, where we go through the stuff I wrote at UCB. Yeah, that that'd be folder. really great. I got a folder of, of stuff. I could pull out some of them probably. You could do my Hellraiser sketch. That one I like a lot. <laughs> what what year years are these from? Um, between, I guess, 2011 and 2013. Oh yeah. The Obama years, man. That'll be the best for comedy. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> We're golden age. Golden All right. Age. Uh, enjoy this song. We're going to move on to athletes online. Athletes online. into excruciating detail boys uh jimmy butler is fucking <laughs> friends with a nine-year-old yeah like, i'm glad to talk about friend. this one again <laughs> uh there was a interview interview magazine i don't know why the fuck they have mark Wahlberg interviewing jimmy butler but that's i don't know extremely their shit i suppose um people um i was gonna say that i i, uh, I think people overestimate how much people want to hear from mark Wahlberg, but Maybe not. I think there's a lot of people who might like Mark Wahlberg a lot. And, uh, there's a lot of people. Uh, I, he's I, not a good actor. He's I uh, not... share the similar disgust. Like, I don't know why you would be into that. <laughs> what is he doing on screen for you that anybody else with muscles couldn't do? Okay, besides Ted. <laughs> Yeah, Ted obviously. Yeah, that that's unimpeachable. That is a uh But that's Seth MacFarlane. He's yeah. also unimpeachable, obviously. He, yeah, well, um yeah, exactly. Mark Wahlberg, whatever. Seth MacFarlane is a generational talent and if you <laughs> get the opportunity to work with him, you do it. Yeah, you just say yes. If you get to step on the deck of the Orville, you take it. You take oh. it. If you give me a guest guest spot as a as a alien pouring coffee and I'm accepting no voice lines just put me on camera let me near the magic. Uh, so yeah, Mark Wahlberg interviewed Jimmy Butler for Interview Magazine and this quote came of it. 
Mark Wahlberg says this. You've you've spent probably five years trying to win over my daughter's friendship, literally going by yourself to watch her horse riding competitions, Wahlberg said. Now you've become friends. That's my best friend in the world. I'm not going to lie. Butler responds. Uh, once she trusts you, she's on your side. Jimmy but- Stay loyal. Jimmy Butler told her that, listen, there, it's, this is going to be hard for you to understand, but you are actually half alien. <laughs> and, and the only way, and, and no one else can know this, but uh, there, there, will be a, there will be a man, I'm not necessarily saying it's me, but, and uh, uh, we're, we're going to have to make a baby by the time you're 16. This is very important, but no one else can know. Best friends? Literally going by yourself to watch your horse riding competitions. Presumably her mother was there or some sort of family member or the, But the going by yourself, is he – yeah, it's, I mean it's got to be some then, paid yeah, person. We talked about that. What, was anyone else there? Yeah, I he need said to – well, she's not. Literally so going else. by herself. But he went by himself and like presumably just like met her there. Whoa, was... whoa! He met her there. No, he was go. He was targeted and went there on purpose. He didn't meet her there. This was a sting. Yeah, the the police. No, no, no. What I'm saying, I don't. I don't think he was her chaperone. No, no. I'd hope not. Definitely not. Uh I'm glad. You know what? I'd like to see Jimmy Butler talk about horses. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm glad abducted him. Uh, abducted in plain sight is going to get. Uh, I mean, I guess people are already pretty worried about pedophiles, but um, <laughs> but I think people might be a little uh, more on their guard. But I hope I I hope that people, open some uh, eyes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's a little <laughs> few more eyes on Jimmy Butler now. I'm not sure that I want to watch Abducted in Plain Sight. No, dude, it rocks. Okay. Um, all right. Well, okay. Like I said, it's 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 like really funny for a little bit, and then it gets extraordinarily dark. But like. Oh man, the funny parts are funny, um, and uh, mostly mostly just the parents' like ineptitude for a little bit. But then, like once the guy actually sort of like gets his like the the girl under control, like that's when it gets it, it stops being fun at that point. But it's it's still very good. It's very compelling as a, as Netflix original content goes. It's a, it's right up there. Netflix original content is mostly garbage. Mostly. Steaming garbage. Yeah, we watched Velvet Buzzsaw uh, the other night, and that was not good at all. Uh, Do you guys watch Russian Doll? You guys live in New York City. That's right. Uh, I have not watched Russian Doll yet, although yeah. I saw that you didn't particularly care for uh, it. Yeah, I didn't care for it. It wasn't even like overtly bad. It was just, it was just normal bad, just boring, Shame. stupid, stupid, stupid storyline. Bad acting. Um, also, what I, who I want to hear more from is um, the the pedophile's brother from Abducted in Plain Sight. That guy rocks. He's uh, he just straight shooter with upper management. He just he him. just goes uh, the fir- his very first line um, in the movie. He's just like I always knew my brother's a sexual pervert. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Is it, it's a documentary or is it like a show? It's a documentary. There's like dramatizations. Like it's how long it, is it? Hour and a half. Oh, yeah. Okay. I yeah. thought it was like a show. I thought it was no, like no, making no. a murder. It, it, no, it's like um, it's like so many different uh, like things that you'd see on an investigation discovery, but just made with like the time and care that like those things just don't have the budget for. Okay, I was just concerned because like I watched that. 
I, the Keepers documentary about the real fucked up shit they did in, I believe, Baltimore and the Catholic Church, and it was like seven episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you just get, there's no redemptive quality to it at all. You're just sad the whole time. Beaten down, everybody yeah. gets away with it. No, uh, Abducted in Plain Sight. Hour and a half, I can do whatever. Uh, abducted in Plain Sight has enough like stuff that is so completely insane that like 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 yelling, just like just yelling moments. <laughs> Good. Okay, I'll watch it then. Uh, do we have any more athletes online? No, because I move. Uh, yeah, no, we. I moved it to another segment, so we're gonna move on to verified media. This is the good one. Mm. Hmm. Well, uh, odds are, well, not odds are. The first thing that goes is the mmms and the mm-hmm. Well, maybe not that one. That, that one no, that one was actually okay. I was doing it because you, you <laughs> do it with a mouthful. It's got a little more character to it. It's not just like a, uh, oh. you know. Is that what he told you? When he finished sucking you off is what I meant. <laughs> when you got blown and the other guy had a mouthful of. What I do in my spare time. I don't see what it has to do with what we do here. <laughs> All right, Zion Williamson. <laughs> uh, lasso gear. Uh, lasso gear. Using Zion Williamson's shoe exploding to sell socks. Uh, injury prevention is about more than just how you train. It's also about what you wear. Lasso's basketball compression sock provide extra socks provide extra ankle support unlike the cotton socks most athletes wear it's good to have a nice tight snug sock on when you sprain your knee when your shoe explodes yep yeah we already talked about this it's hella stupid lasso gear i'm also getting rid of all of those you no leaving every time dan says we already talked about this i think it's very funny well no it's it's it just feels so unnatural to have the same it's conversation so again because like you you want to you want to do your same joke or you want to have your same observation but like you feel the need to preface it by just saying like as you guys know yeah i already said this before uh but I'm my mind so can hard. only come up with like one or two things to think about a thing at a time uh i think my one or two things for this one was uh i i thought about how uh uh, the shoe exploding probably saved uh, Williamson from an even worse injury, uh, and how uh, Lasso Gear is fucking stupid. That's about it. That's all I got. I just said that it reminded me of um, the uh, uh, subject of uh, of the instant hate figure Paige Gullivan uh, from last week or two weeks ago, whatever it was. The guy who replied to the story about the Brazilian teens dying in a fire at their uh, soccer training <laughs> complex. And when he said, uh, yeah, fires are bad. You know what else is bad? Mountain lions. And then, his, and then his stupid video of his bad characters, Woke William and Maga Matt, having a back and forth conversation about um, the mountain lion that got choked to death. Um, and... And God, I hate this soft-faced piece of shit so much. He just... <laughs> he... 
He looks like what's this guy's name? Paige Gullivan. Oh yeah, we could we could take a minute and watch some more Paige Gullivan. Um, do, do you want me to just play the audio into the microphone for his? Uh, yeah, would I need, you, would I need you to prefer? see his face. Put some silence in front of it before you do it, so I can replace it with real audio okay. if necessary. Um, I'll give you the option. There's he's he's prolific, so he, he any of he's them. Really, <laughs> would you prefer to do the um? Would you prefer to do his Diane Feinstein video or yes. his Oscars video? Uh, let's definitely. Do, the, let's do both. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, they're only 45 seconds apiece. Yeah, these are quick. So, it, he's, look, I, it, I'm glad that he keeps it short. All right, so here's his... A uh, little th- silence before Here's this Diane Feinstein video. Now, this girl said I'm undateable, but, yeah, right, I know exactly when I was born. What's up, Diane Feinstein? <laughs> Stop, did you see that video? It's a disgrace. It's hysterical. It's an abomination. It's awesome. The Green New Deal is for our children. Kind of. The children are our future. Oh, Diane Feinstein Stein hates children. Wrong. Those teachers took advantage of those little kids. Teachers teach children. Yeah, I know. Children are our future. Yeah. Therefore, Diane Feinstein Stein is a Nazi. Stumped ya. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. AOC is kind of hot, though. Ooh. Yeah, you said it, man. <sighs> hot. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's a genius. <laughs> so these are his two characters, Woke William and Maga yes. Matt. Yeah. So, yep. Um, Woke William is the one who talk does that, uh, like that voice the entire time. He wears he wears the pink pussy hat and aviators for some reason. <laughs> um, his Maga Matt just wears the um uh, Maga hat. hat and um. Okay, so where do we think he got the pink pussy hat? Do you think it's his mom's? Do you think it's his? Where did he get I this thing? I, I don't. I don't want to take a look I, at I it. I think I'm gonna go. What I what I really love about him, and uh, I may have mentioned this on a previous podcast, is that his headshot is I'm gonna say between 12 and 15 years old. Um, uh, he, uh, he. Oh my God! You're absolutely right. Yeah. You you saw this guy so much clearer than I did last time. You really had eyes on this guy. You you said he was 40. He's 39. I thought he was like 24. Yeah, that's yeah. A, we were, oh my god. We making fun, yeah, like two days ago, he said some girl told me I'm undateable. Jokes on her because October 29th, nineteen seventy nine is my birthday. I mean, we so, know he um, likes to tell jokes. So that could be a joke. Let's. I want to. I want to watch his uh, Oscar. His daily yeah, discussions. Oscar. Uh, by the way, he. Uh, what What I really like about him is that he uh, uses every single uh, hashtag related to a subject, regardless of whether it's got like a positive or negative. Uh, context to just try because he's just so desperate to get his name just get his videos in front of anybody so uh he does use the hashtag oscars so black (laughs) yes now i just i was trying to put some chapstick on but i accidentally super glued my lips together what's up with the oscars you know she won best actor don't even say it jesse smollett that's racist no you need to lighten up call me fat But you could stand to lose a few pounds. I'll, I'll tell you who should have won best actor. Who? I mean, I mean worst actor. No worst actor category. You no, know should have won worst actor. Who? Trump. I'm sick of you disparaging the president. I'm not talking about the president. Who are you talking about? Judd Trump. Who is that? He's a world champion snooker player. Huh. 
really better good. than SNL. Really good. Better, better than SNL. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Uh, that's true because it, it wasn't like uh, it wasn't Colin Jost, um, b- who barely contained rage through clenched teeth about Amazon pulling out of New York. <laughs> I just wish I could have been at the fucking party where he debuted these two things for the first time. Yeah, and just, like, said to himself. I'm fucking cooking with gas. <laughs> so so do we know which side of the divide he falls on? You know, he plays both characters so realistically and so well that it's hard to see, like, where his true uh, intentions lie. Is he, is he more of a Mike, you, William or a Mega Matt? You seem to have eyes on him, so. Da, uh, no, uh, defer to your judgment. Da, no, Dan's correct. I mean, I, like, look, there's usually there's a tell where you're just like, no, that's too much. But he's just, the nuance is just incredible. Uh, <laughs> I I am inclined to say that he's one of those guys that just goes like I'm just like here uh, like I, don't, I like to keep politics out of it like you know I don't really I'm just having fun I like I think both parties need to you know just come together. Well, yeah, he uses he leans on these two buzzword characters and really doesn't say anything about either side in any of his videos. Uh, I think uh, generally that like unless you're a MAGA guy, you're. You're not. Would you want to be videotaped wearing that hat every day? I mean, the only thing approaching an actual joke that he did is when he said that uh, uh, Jesse Smollett should have uh, won Best Actor, which is a, <laughs> like a, a something like that's that's a that's a that's a good joke. But I'm gonna go ahead and say that he saw that somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you probably I, didn't I see that. I guarantee he saw that somewhere. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going through his Twitter now. Uh, he has a great tweet right here. The closest I'm getting to rock climbing is eating a cliff bar. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that joke. <laughs> I saw that the other day because I follow him now, and uh, I have to see all of it for this show. The things I do. What's um? What is the? Except uh, record. I don't like record. A, he's like a Tom Myers sort of guy. Yeah, yeah. I wonder bong yeah. hit transplant. <laughs> I really want to know more about this guy. I'm gonna do some research in my own time. Uh, I want to know where he got his hats. I want to know where he lives. Is this his <laughs> parents' house? Is this? No, he says his bio says Baltimore. Okay. So uh, hard to say uh, exactly what uh, uh, what what he gets up to. I don't I don't know what the main industries in Baltimore are. I don't know he could work uh, he could work anywhere. Um, you know, I I said um, before that that he could be potentially like a, a a Mikey Miles character, but I've thought about that a little harder, and um, he's more talented. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's, he's actually producing. Um, he's actually like m- doing work, which Mikey Miles uh, is just incapable of doing. But I think Mikey Miles' ineptitude is going to make him more money than this guy. He's selling a lot of hats. He's selling a lot of hats. I I what what I really loved was that he just kept on going. He was making them one by one at the custom hat place. <laughs> Rather than just like setting up like a, a, a any sort of web store that would do that for him, like on Redbubble or whatever, he doesn't know how to do anything. No, he doesn't know how to cook. I it, my favorite Mikey Mouse thing was watching him. Yeah, you showed me. You told me to watch the video of him cooking. Yeah, and like the insane angles he has the camera and him like looking sideways at it. Him trying to keep one eye on the camera while also flipping the chicken and like <laughs> making sure he didn't double it on the floor. And he, where he just his eyes just sort of like, like come loose 
Like that—that's that's really good. Him just going, just like, all right, so we got this cooking, and we're gonna flip the chicken, and then like, yeah, we're gonna flip the chicken again. Yeah, we're gonna flip the chicken again. Uh, <laughs> just like, all right, man. Well, like, that's that, let's put it. Let's pop whole, it in the oven. The the rice is my favorite because he has oh, he has like rice. a he's got like a four quart stock pan or uh, like saucepan <laughs> like full of water, and he's got I would a say cup or two a of cup, rice, maybe two. Uh, I think two cups of rice in there. And he just keeps it's uncovered. He's stirring it, and then he just goes and he's like, "All right, we're we're just gonna drain off our rice here." And then he's like, "Every time I make rice, it just gets all over the place. I don't I don't know how that happens." And it, and it's just because and he's using like a slotted spoon to drain his rice into the sink, which is uh, I've I complain that I ruin rice every time, but I at the very least follow the instructions on the packaging. Put it in water, bring it to a boil, and after about six, 15, 20 minutes, it should have the all the water should have cooked off. I I was always taught the two to one rule for rice. I don't know how you missed that. That's the first thing they. I don't think he. I don't know. And then at the end of the video, he's like, "All right, let's just try it, try it out." And then he just goes, "You know, not my best." <laughs> <laughs> My favorite uh, Mikey video is the one where he's uh, complaining about he's out walking around and he's in the big, one of the biggest cities in the world, but there's no beautiful women. Um, and why aren't they hiring beautiful women to work oh, at the grocery, the, store. The grocery store. store girls anymore? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I didn't think about that one. That, that one is that upper one, tier. Where he's yeah, standing like in like in the hallway in his building so that people can probably <laughs> hear him. Yeah. 100%. Just talking into the, it's like, and I don't know if I, if I had a grocery store, you know, like I would only hire beautiful girls. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. He's going to get arrested soon. You'll love to see it. It's there's not going to be like, yeah, there's not going to be a small fall from grace. It's going to be well murder. I, I mean, it's not, there's not that far. He can fall either. I mean, he's not a criminal. No, not yet. That's what I mean. Well, uh, I mean, he's... I'm not saying we're not going to mix in a few misdemeanors. This guy is going to fucking jail yeah, okay, in his yeah, first swing of the bat. We, we know he was definitely banned from that whatever that place that Sarah worked at in L.A. And I know that he jumped her fence to give her a Christmas gift. Uh, all right, so we got. If, uh, <laughs> anyway, oh, you don't ahead, know, keep going. If you don't know about Mikey Miles. Look, look him up. You'll enjoy it. His Instagram's private. His Facebook is special. It's his, so good. His the inst- Facebook is it. His Instagram is private, and he might not let you follow him if you're not a woman. Um, but you can probably you can find his YouTube page, and all of the same garbage is on there. I have a a, a Facebook like burner account because uh, my very serious fantasy dynasty football league uh, runs through Facebook, so I have to keep it. And the only things I cover. Or I follow on that. I'm sorry, not cover because I'm not a news outlet. <laughs> yeah, what are you covering over on your Facebook page these days, <laughs> Brendan? What are, you, what are you covering over there? Uh, what Breaking would I news? cover? Uh, yeah, I, I'd uh, animal videos. We're covering animal videos. We're we're, we're uh, replying to racist aunts. That's nice. what I'm covering as well. Uh, no, the only things I follow are all of the barstool accounts. Because I just like whenever I log in, I just want to see the worst. Give me all the garbage. Give it all to me. I said that I wanted to get back on Facebook and have an account like that I only use to join neighborhood groups and just say like, I don't uh, where you just go in and just go like, I don't respect the police at all. And just sort of just take a step back and just watch everyone go at it. Like I just only for pot stirring. 
or you just say like um like join a neighborhood group and just like some people i don't have to mention who aren't cleaning up after their dogs <laughs> and i think and i think that i i think that could start like a civil war like within the, like certain communities the um, best one i ever did was uh uh some someone was posted about how they uh found their found a dog a lost dog and i kept saying it was my dog <laughs> over and over again <laughs> And when someone tried to uh, uh, propose, they're like, oh, you should post a picture of the dog if it's your dog. I just took a a picture of the computer screen (laughs) and started posting that over and over again and saying it was my dog. I don't understand what the problem is. And then uh, they all accused me of trying to rape the woman that I I was pranking. Normal, uh, normal jump. Yeah, and and then I uh, got banned from the group. So I want to I want to start pranking like they have so many just like small town, local like even FM radio has some of them. Just like these guys in like Oklahoma that are just like do two hours, and I would love to prank those guys. Yeah, got to get involved in those groups. I mean, like I've heard the the Bordentown Facebook group is apparently just full of psychos. I used to be in yeah, that's our hometown, and I used to uh, be in that. Uh, I'm off Facebook now, and I had to unfollow it for a while. And our friend, I'm not going to use his last name, but another Mike, his sister was prominent in that group for a little while. And every time she would post something, I would I would send him like a little message and be like, good to see your sister active in the community. And she's like, she, I fucking hate her so much. <laughs> it's like, I wish she would just shut the fuck up for once in her life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the stuff. On uh, February 11th, Rob Manfred gave this interview. He said, uh, there is still the matter of erasing the nickname Indians from the Cleveland Club, and there is Baseball's Atlanta Club, which has been fighting to get its fans to stop cheering the team by employing the so-called tomahawk chop, an invention of those who colonized and all but exterminated Native people that reports Native people are as violent. Uh, quote, the Braves have taken steps to take out the tomahawk chop, Manfred said. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that. Well, uh... Yesterday, Buzzbin posted a picture of the new Braves t-shirt. It is a Nike t-shirt uh, teaching fans how to do the tomahawk chop. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, shit. Whoops. <laughs> Fuck. You, you hate to see it. And, um, god damn it. It's never, they're they're never going to change. I mean, like, I, I think they, they might be able to wipe, away, wipe out the tomahawk chop. But I, I don't think, they're never going to change the name Braves. I mean, no. they moved no. out of they moved out of Atlanta to the whiter part of suburban Atlanta, like Redskins, the, Indians, Braves. Which one's gone first? Redskins. Redskins. I th- I mean that's that's clearly the worst of them. I mean like Indians is just like in in a way just sort of generically offensive. Uh, where Red, I can't Red, believe Redskins is definitely the 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 most uh, explicit of them, and it's also. You know, also the Indians have done away with with Chief Wahoo, which and uh, I mean the name alone is the the longer the yes, Chief Wahoo. Like, oh man! But they only got rid of him like last year. They did a joke about that when they did. Um, there's a thing that the best show did about the their fictional town of uh, of Newbridge, and they the the high school team was called the Newbridge Red Menace, and their mascot was Chief Winham Game. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Red Menace is so funny. But no, I think I think the Redskins are are the first to go, although I don't know. Dan Snyder 
isn't going to change it. It's Some, not going to be him. That guy's going down somehow. Right? Something's going to happen. Dude, he has fucked up every step. Like, he, he I don't know if I, he was in charge of, like, I, basically whoring out his cheerleaders. I, but I like, think he's going to get Donald sterling somehow. And Someday. Like, hopefully. Uh, hopefully. Have I read the exact exchange of the Donald Sterling um, uh, court documents? Before on the show, I think I've mentioned yes. them, but I, did I read them expl- specifically? Uh, I, I, you're furiously googling, which is funny because I'm saying yes, you have. I, I've read them, I think, once a day for the past two years. Oh, would you like to recite what you remember, Dan? <laughs> I'll, uh, all right, I'll, I've, yes, and I've got it. I've got it in front. Of, I've got it in front of me. And you know what? If yeah, I'm sorry if I've said this before, go ahead. It's, it's pretty <laughs> fucking funny. It's, it's about as good as you can hope to ever get. The first person speaking is, of course, Donald Sterling. This is uh, 2003. Well, I fool around sometimes. I do. When a girl seduces me and tells me all these hot stories and dirty things and tells me how much she wants to suck on me and take my shoes off and licks my feet and touches me. When I'm in a limousine, she takes off all of her clothes. The limo, uh, limo driver said, what's going on? And she started sucking on me all the way to Mr. Coon's house. And I thank her. And I thank her for making <laughs> me feel good. I thank her. Sir, the question was, is this your handwriting? <laughs> oh. I can't wait for the craft ones that we're, we're gonna that, get. Yeah, there's gonna be. We're Let's gonna, get right we're into gonna it. We're gonna get some Bob Craft ones, and they're gonna they're gonna be uh, <laughs> they're gonna be pretty good. Jason Whitlock said, "When Bob Craft was on stage dancing with Cardi B, he told you everything you needed to know." <laughs> uh, yeah, my my one observation earlier: Whitlock's a dumbass. So <laughs> That's all I got. That's all he's I got. Such an asshole. He's he's so. His head is so big, and he wears the tiniest hats. Yeah, the hats are really a weird choice. Why? What is with people these days wearing these freaking hats, looking so stupid out there? You know, well, I I was thinking about buying a um, buying a wide hat, and like I would, I would I preemptively started getting mad when people would say like a fedora, and I would say no. But like, um, uh, uh, no, a player. bowler cap. No, well, like a uh, like a uh, hockey player, uh, PK Subban of uh, of the Nashville Predators, like he wears a lot of uh, of very wide hats, and I guess some of them are technically fedoras, but um, but he looks very good in them. Now, let me say, uh, he's cooler than I am. Uh, he's Canadian, and uh, Canadians uh, also. Uh, g- because of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police and all that, are are used to wide hats. They see them in a lot in daily. Life. What, what's this fellow's name? Uh, PK Subban. Uh, just the uh, just the initials PK and S U B B A N. And just search his name and hat. Yes, we're gonna take a look. He's uh Lindsey Vaughn's boyfriend right now as well. Okay, okay, yeah, he can rock that hat. Yeah, and I like to- you cannot rock that hat. Uh, I'm not convinced that I could, uh, and I think, and I think the problem is when you walk out of the house, when you see people look at you and you see their hat, and then they see your like the expression drain from your face, that's that's when you know that you can't wear the hat, because uh, the people will, uh, if if you just keep trying to trying to not get noticed and your very ridiculous uh, fashion accessory is is bad. Nobody I mean- can. Yeah, so in New I, York, in New York, that's got to be common though. I guess you you live in the in a city where you could get away with a hat like that. 
Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I would just have to. I, I would have to do it proudly, though. Everyone um, in Brooklyn's wearing dumbass hats, probably. Yeah. Uh, now I've I've got a mustache right now, so uh, I, I told uh, I told my friend the other day that I want to look as annoying as I am, and I think I've pulled that off. That's the ideal situation for any male uh, over the age of twenty-one. Yes. So I've got the so I've got this mustache. Uh, I keep it. Uh, I, I trim it down to the number six on the uh, on my beard trimmer, and I think it looks fine. I think it's a lateral move, but um, I got tired of having a beard, so I switched. Would, to just would the you mustache. like to? Would you, Lewis has just joined me up here. Would you like to join us, Lewis, for a moment? Yeah, bring him on. Yeah, hi, Lewis. Okay, I'm I'm plugging the headphones. Hello. Hey. What, what, Welcome How to the you? Dismal Tide, Lewis. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> it's so good to be here. Co-host of Haters in the Building, Lewis Packard has joined us. How are you doing, Lewis? I'm doing good. I, I just got off work. I'm glad to see you back. Yeah. How was Lake Cafe? <laughs> Great. Yeah, it was pretty sick. I, uh, <laughs> I had a good time, you know. <sighs> <laughs> oh, Excellent. I'm gonna go eat my pizza though. It was nice to talk to you guys. Nice to talk to you. Go uh, uh, pre-order uh, Lou's book. Ooh, yes, it's available. It is available on Maloko House. It gets House. released on uh, April 20th at 4:20 p.m. Yep. <laughs> Whoa, $69 book. <laughs> That's some good guerrilla marketing he just did. Wow, that's like uh, better thing than I've ever come up with. <laughs> well, at the Dismal Tide, we clearly uh, take what we do very seriously, and we really don't uh, harbor mistakes very well. Uh, that's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, What's up next, uh, Brandon? What's up next? We got, uh, well, Jason Whitlock uh, commented on a Robert Kraft story and said, uh, Robert Kraft clearly li- living his bef- best life. Holy Beft shit. Best life. Uh, this motherfucker here Robert just said best life. <laughs> Robert (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I'm going to get through this. Robert Kraft, clearly living his best life. And of course we're going to get rid of all the mistakes there. Uh, And Chad Thundercock, PhD. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Oh my, why would a billionaire need a hooker? Question mark. (laughs) <laughs> no way. Uh, to which Jason Willock said, uh, clearly has never had a rub and tug to Chad Thundercock. Mm. How many times has Whitlock gone? <laughs> I, Jason Whitlock really got pretty smarmy about this thing. Like he was the sexpert. <laughs> like, this guy clearly, clearly knows yeah. what's going on over there. Am All I? right. Since none of you know what it's like down in Jupiter, Florida, let me tell you for a second. Drew McGarry did say much the same in response. He said, oh, good. The handjob knower is logged on. <laughs> I love Drew McGarry. He's really funny. Yeah, he hosted those Deadspin Awards I went to. He, he's um, funny. His yeah, it, um, his sort of uh, career is the sort of bullshit I aspire to, uh, which is again him. Just he has a mailbag which I so desperately want. Yeah, I would, yeah, a lot of people have mailbags, but I particularly like the way that he does his. You should just keep track of tweets on Twitter that you'd like to respond to. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so embarrassing. But it could be it could be funny, but like 
but pretending that uh, I guess if you were, it's funny that this is a less public way to combat somebody. What somebody says, <laughs> just like hide on our little podcast. Yeah, yeah. About <laughs> there's, yeah. There's no repercussions for anything we say because these people have never heard of us and never will. Maybe one day Paige Gullivan catches on because of the fact that the we're all following him, him now. <laughs> and uh, yeah. everybody involved in the show he follows thanked, him. Yeah, he thanked us for the follow, and oh man, look what we've done. We have stabbed him in the back. Well, what I'd really like. To happen to Paige Golovin is that like the man has been on Twitter for ten years I'd, and he has fifty six followers. I would like for us to get him to like seventy or eighty followers. Like like people involved with our show, listen to our show, guests, everybody follows this guy. We get him to like to a point where we are responsible for like forty to sixty percent of his viewership, and then maybe we can just have a Black Friday where everybody unfollows him. Uh, that no, see that that would feel. I I keep on saying that's that we're bullying. Do targeted harassment, that's bullying. But that, that feels, okay. It, it, maybe that that's feels, bullying. It would just be nice to just like look at this guy and think that he is getting more followers and gaining traction when I, really it's just us. I don't know. What, well, what is what is funny is just um, is just replying with like just generic support to the all the posts. You lib- you all liberals think everything's bullying. You can't just, just have any fucking well, good you, time. You just go like, love it, man. Uh, well, no, there, there's those people. A quick love it, man, on a lot of his posts would really go along. There's, yeah. th- there, there are those people, the sort of like social climbers on Instagram, who like follow you and just like are and just like leave comments under posts, like regardless of what they are. And like when Christoph Porzingis tore his ACL, I just post a screenshot of like the Bleacher Report story about it, and I just like captioned it i want to die and then somebody who was just clearly chasing followers was just like love this <laughs> and just like do you <laughs> and just like of all things like what uh, i'm just like look i get what you're trying to do but do not tell me like uh, <laughs> I, I i hate that so much um and and that's if you've ever if you use like any hashtags whatsoever like you that that's a magnet for those people they, they got to respond to the trending topics yeah, that already gotta... have 150,000 responses to them. Yeah. It's all the people who, like, have, you know, uh, who follow uh, 2,500 people and have, like, and have, like, 2,700 followers. <laughs> Terrible accounts. Ban them all. Get rid of them. I, I said that, uh, and I know that we might lose a few along the way, but if you wanted to make Twitter good again, delete every single account created after December 31st, 2015. It becomes so much it becomes such a better website the second you do that. Clean it up. Clean it up, Bat Jack. Come on, Bat Jack, fu- clean it up. I, I did I found my Galaxy Note tab and um and opened it up and the last time that I uh, used it was uh I'm like, "Oh man, if I open Twitter on this and it's not connected to the internet, like I'll be able to see a bunch of tweets from whenever the last time I had this open was, and it turns out it was August eleventh, twenty fourteen, and I thought that would be like a fun time capsule to look back on, but as it turns out, that's the day that Robin Williams killed himself. So like all the tweets that were loaded weren't funny. Oh at my all. god! No. What a R.I.P. Genie. I did find two from people that I was hoping to find good stuff from. One is I found a, a, an old uh, uh, Felix Biederman tweet when he was uh, before he was Biologic when he swore the villain before he got banned on that account, um, which is, someone retweeted him saying uh, it was like a file name with like uh, underscores between each word, but it is a uh, Pendulette eating pussy on a recumbent bike di- dot divx. 
<laughs> and I did find a great dog boner tweet where in the middle of, uh, again, every tweet was about Robin Williams or it was also when the police were like cracking down on the uh, Ferguson protests. And uh, there's a dog boner tweet right in the middle of all of it where he said, uh, my dick looks like a big toe. <laughs> Which, <laughs> so so I did find some good stuff in there, for sure. But uh, but generally it was all about how everyone was upset that Robin Williams died. Oh, geez, somehow we redid the show and I totally forgot that you went to the Ja Rule thing. I was to, like, yes. I don't know how I've seen it. Yeah. Do you want to uh, explain it again or you want to take it a little faster? Oh, <laughs> oh we'll do it quick. Uh, my Here's my review of Milwaukee's Pfizer Forum, the new stadium, downtown Milwaukee. Uh, I had fried chicken there. Uh, it was okay. It wasn't great. Uh, How much I, did it cost? It, oh, my God. I think it was $13, $14. I think it was $14 yeah. for a three-piece and fries with, like, literally one forkful of coleslaw. Uh, it was all good. It was all fine, though. It just was not enough, especially for that price. Uh, I sat and ate it during the national anthem, uh, and then I also sat during the salute to service when uh, the Marine with all the Blink-182 tattoos came down, and everybody clapped for him because he went to Afghanistan twice. What uh, You said the Blink-182 tattoos before, and I, we didn't really press. Uh, what? What were they? What did they? How could you tell it was a Blink One Eighty Two tattoo from what, what's, as far away as you were? Like it's like their band logo, right? Oh, and man, those jumbotrons there are massive, crisp, very brand new jumbotron look. Uh, it, the Blink One Eighty Two band logo, I think, right? Is that uh, is that just their logo, like the circle thing? It's really a great uh, way yeah, of I describing think that's Blink it. Blink One Eighty Two's logo. <laughs> Just yeah, very the, telltale. Like that's blink. Yes, the smiley it's face, the X's for eyes, and then there's like uh, it's in a circle, and there's arrows on the circle. He had yeah. that on his bicep, and he had some words. I couldn't tell what the words were, but I just assumed they were Blink One Eighty Two lyrics. The uh, guy, the guy I knew who loved Blink One Eighty Two the most, did end up uh, joining the military. So it probably wasn't him, though. It makes sense to me. Uh, and then so yeah, around the first quarter. Uh, they brought out Ja Rule, and they were like, Ja Rule's playing the halftime show, even though it's the 90s show. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even talk about this the first time, but they really, really bothered me with this one thing, okay? So, you know, they got to do stuff for the timeouts, right? We got cool dunks, the acrobatic dunk team. That was really fun. They brought out the NBA Jam uh, announcer for that, like the guy who did the video game. Uh, the NBA Jam. The guy. Wow. They brought him out. They paid him to be there uh, and go, boom, shakalaka. Uh, after uh, every dunk, uh, which he did for a good minute and a half. And uh, not bad. Pretty enjoyable. Uh, and then they moved on to another gaming. Re- hey, and folks, you know I'm a gamer. You know I love gaming. i got to stay true to my gamer roots. And when something like this really, really irks me. So they go, it's 90s night. Let's plug in the old uh, NES and uh, uh, play some video games. And so they're playing this freaking platformer, right? They, they they faked this platformer. They used all the Mario sounds. All the all the animation looks all wrong. It's like pi- both pixels and animation. Just garbage. Uh, it looked like the video game from uh, Russian Doll, which I famously, very famously, uh, also am disgusted by the fakeness. The video game in Russian Doll, it, it looks like a Flash game. And it's, a star is like a little wizard, and he's like in a dungeon. And... Uh, the main character, uh, I, don't, I can't think of her name right now, the, the redhead. Uh, Natasha Leone. Natasha Leone. Uh, she plays a video game developer in that 
Uh, lots of very funny scenes of her coding a guy running, just an animating a guy running in place. But like class, that's like pretty. That's actually just some pretty nineties movie stuff. Uh, but she says about the video game, her fake video game, that oh yeah, all all males eighteen to thirty five love this shit. It looked like a game for children. It looked like a game for babies. And I really, Get out of here. I'm really insulted by the insinuation that. Uh, I, I wonder if the team like had a big boobied woman killing people before, and they thought, "Oh, we need to tone it down and make it like a weird adventure game." But that's just garbage. The Bucks game used all the <laughs> Mario sounds. So stupid. Really pissed me off. It's, uh, it's a lack of attention to detail is what it is. It well, is. Is that Mario even like quintessentially quintessentially nineties? No, eighties. Oh, eighties. Yeah, I mean, so uh, they really just did a bad job top to bottom of those nineties. Yeah, they were playing Gwen Stefani stuff, like two thousands Gwen Stefani stuff all night. They got Ja Rule, who was not famous in the nineties, to come play on nineties night. Uh, they had a terribly designed like, hat. Oh, can't get a hold of Marcy Playground, like he's not doing shit. Ooh, uh, oh wow! See, now that would that's oh, man. that's a different. Uh, that would have been fun. <laughs> Right, he's good. Yeah. See now, uh, also, yeah, you could do Super Mario sixty four stuff. Uh, you know, if uh, if you wanted to do that, but that's a that's with all the classic Mario quotes rather than just the sounds. The sounds are distinctly eighties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so by halftime, uh, my girlfriend left to go get nachos. Uh, I stayed for Ja Rule, um, but not many other people did. Probably, I'd say half the stadium. <laughs> Went to go walk around, go pee, whatever. Uh, great game, by the way. Really, really great basketball game played. Uh, the Bucks really did it to them. Timberwolves. Uh, I made the joke that I hate Carl Anthony Towns with a car uh, before the <laughs> game, uh, and I'll say it again. I hate Carl Anthony Towns with the car before the game. I uh, gave him concussions so he wouldn't be able to play, uh, and it paid off. Uh, but yeah, so Ja Rule comes out. I mean, you've seen the video. I, I just, like, when I was watching it, I knew that it was, like, so bizarre and, like, it was going to be a meme. Someone was going to post about it somewhere. Uh, I did not realize it was going to get, like, be actually, actually a meme and get passed around like that. Uh, but it was very stupid. The sound was awful. And then the best part was, uh, like, halfway through the performance, uh, both teams just came out of the locker rooms and started uh, warming back up. Uh, just taking jump shots, draining threes, while Ja Rule is like five feet away, um, half doing the lines to mesmerize. Uh, bad, pr- terrible performance. Uh, ja Rule should probably be in jail uh, for defrauding people on Fire Festival. Apparently, uh, he says it wasn't his fault, but the only reason he was doing the Bucks game was to uh, uh, pay pay some bills, pay I'm debts. sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, somebody's going to make. I'd like to just see somebody make at least uh, a documentary of Draw Rules like last two years because this is a very like spinal tap kind of like playing the senior setter moment for him. Yeah, if I said it once, if I told him once, I told him a million times, it should be spinal tap first, puppet show second. (laughs) (laughs) It's the great jazz odyssey scene where the guy is just sitting in the front row just on the edge of the bench just with – yeah. Just fist, just leaning his face on his fist and just doing the thumbs down. <laughs> that guy rules. That's a really good thumbs I don't down. Know that, I don't know that he ever appeared in another film, but you know he's uh, he's one of the most iconic film characters of all time to me personally, and I'm sure that's worth something. Uh, yeah, that's how I felt watching Ja Rule. Uh, <laughs> usually, usually they get like the old lady dancers to come out or the old the senior citizen dancers. Um, but no chance. Just, just the Milwaukee Bucks dancers and Ja Rule. Um, I do. 
I, very strange. I like the seniors. I like when they bring the seniors out and uh, they all uh, dance at like uh, a relatively slow speed to like jump, jive, and wail. Yeah, I mean, at, at least it's sexy, you know. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Look, if, if I'm gonna sit here the whole time, they're gonna make me wait around for the basketball to start again. Are you uh, Are you gonna go to a Bucks playoff game? Uh the the tickets were pretty expensive. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be like a hundred and something. I'm sure. Yeah, the tickets for the game I went to uh, were already expensive, and it was not the playoffs. So I imagine uh, how much they will be. I would love to go. Uh, I had a great time at the forum. Uh, everything's far too expensive for me, though. Um, I am just a poor boy. Yeah, <laughs> like we, I, we get priced out of the games pretty easily. Yeah, once net, teams get in the playoffs. Nets tickets are net, Nets tickets aren't super cheap now. You can go for like I don't know twenty five bucks can still get you into a net game, but that twenty five dollars doesn't go as far as it used to. Um, I mean, but like Knicks tickets are outrageous. We went to Knicks Sixers last year, and I bought the tickets before Porzingis tore his ACL. Um, and we sat in the front row of like the upper deck, uh, so they were good seats. I mean, they uh, because it's still it's still technically first row, you know, first row four hundred one or whatever is still first row. But uh, but those were seventy five a piece, and that was just for a game between two. Well, this is before the Sixers really took off. They were probably like the five seed at the time, and the Knicks were just garbage. Um, and now, uh, well, then Knicks tickets stay that expensive. And if they were in the playoffs, I mean, it's going to be, I'm going to conservatively guess the bucks. cheapest Knicks playoffs ticket is $250. Yeah, if they, that sounds if, about right. Should yeah. they ever make it back, they won't. Um, Never. But like, I remember uh, standing room for the last Mets playoff series was about like was like pushing 200. I will say the forum uh is very ugly on the outside but on the inside uh it actually feels pretty uh cozy. I did not go like up in the upper deck at all, but it seemed like not that far away. It seemed like even if you were at the very top like in the last last row, you'd still be able to see. So Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, good good sight lines. You know, I don't know. There in in most in any good stadium these days now there aren't many bad seats. We sat in the actual last row of Barclays Center, and it's still fine. I mean, you definitely feel a little further away, but um, but it, it's fine. I've sat behind a column at a Cubs game before. <laughs> I sat behind a column at the foul pole at a Phillies playoff game in 2011. Uh, upsetting. Yeah, it was upsetting. Uh, all right, this is our last thing of the day. It is from Darren Ravel. Dar- Hell yeah, Darren Ravel. First, uh, first tweet about Zion Williamson's uh, aforementioned shoe explosion. It's not a material loss to Nike's business, but I wouldn't be completely surprised if Nike's stock, on no other news, didn't do a little dip th- tomorrow morning from this prominent event. Uh, and he was right. It took a one percent dip, but. A 1% dip on any other company doesn't really register, and I got a push notification about this shit. What the fuck happened? I don't, this is, uh, you, you, I mean, I get that it's part of, um, I almost said your job for the podcast, but I don't want to lend that sort of seriousness to anything that we do. It is part of it. It's part of it, but I mean. I wade through the shit. That's right. Now, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't get bleacher. You couldn't pay me to get bleacher report notifications. I don't. I can't. I don't want to touch that stuff. 
It's the easiest way to see what's fire. How will I know uh, what the goat dunk was yesterday? How? You, are you going to fucking tell me? No. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm going to move on to the next fucking tweet. All right? I just, I just I'm want... getting, I'm, I've had it up to here. I check Instagram. I see what's on House of Highlights. <laughs> I see when they put... I read 300 Robert Kraft comments at a poker table the other night. I should start playing way more poker because I have so much time to just scroll through bad comments. Well, your ex-wife jokes were falling flat, so... Oh, I have this tradition at, at uh, casinos now, Dan, where uh, I, I try and read the table, but, like, you've been to a casino, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, it's it's generally sad dudes. It's very sad, yes. So I like to make an ex-wife joke, and the first time I did it, I was in uh, Maine for a friend's wedding, and like read the room very well. And two of the people at the table, including the dealer, of like the five people at the table, including the dealer, were divorced already. The dealer divorced twice. Nice, nice. What are you gonna do? I somebody was like, com- somebody was complaining about his house, or, or like something was expensive. And I was like, oh goddamn! You know what? The other day I got myself a housekeeper, and I took a beat and I said, "It's my, uh, it's my ex-wife. She's keeping the house." And these wow. guys fucking wow. lost it. It was so, I felt so great. I found that joke by doing, if you just search ex-wife joke on Google and then click images. That's number one. And in there, in there somewhere is Calvin peeing on the words ex-wife, which nice. also rules. Yeah, yeah, that's way better. You can't really tell that one at a table, though. No. Uh, this you one, feel, you've all seen Calvin, right? You've like you've seen the back of trucks. You guys know. You got but any truck owners here? Any truck owners? Just start doing a bit. Just start doing yeah, your just, set. Just going into material. Truck. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so you you've seen Calvin. You see, he's usually pissing on uh, on some words. But this time, and listen to this. And look, I'm the. You guys know. Look, oh the ladies. Oh man, the ladies. That's trouble. So uh, uh, some of us have been married. <laughs> you know, uh, not anymore. But Calvin, let me tell you. Usually he's pissing on something. I don't know. Jeff Gordon, whatever. This time, here, get this. Ex-wife. Boom. That's your pitch. This is your pitch meeting. Oh, actually, I forgot to mention this before. uh, And I think we're going to probably end it pretty close to after this anecdote. Fuck the rest of what Darren Ravel said about Zion Williamson. We already covered it once. He's a dumbass. We've we've done, uh, as far as second shows go, I mean, this one, uh, I, I think I like this one better. Me too. This yeah, one, that, this one's a little. Everyone's uh, a little snappier this time. I'll, I'll we, expect we, your edible arrangement anytime we this week. Did, we didn't Thank t- you we for did, deleting. We didn't touch on every uh, subject, but um, but we we got the important stuff. Got some big laughs. Lou came on. Uh, so the Robert Kraft story had just broken, and the the way I like to play poker with bad players, at least, uh, and you can tell within a little while whether somebody's bad or not is uh, just get them talking, get them comfortable, get them loose, get them willing to gamble a little bit. And uh, I brought up the Robert Kraft thing, and I just kind of like, I, I opened it with just like, I don't really like the guy. Um, what the fuck has he done? Why has he done this? Like, how has he not found a better way to procure prostitutes? And uh, this guy, who ended up like losing some money to me, looks at me and he goes, I don't understand what you don't like about the guy. What, he likes pussy, so what? He's like, that is not why I, that is not why. He's like, so the man just wants to bust a nut. (laughs) 
He did say that. He did ask me a few times. He was very insistent that I didn't like him because he gets pussy. Yeah. Just, what, you jealous? <laughs> yeah. This is, it, just like, I'm not really jealous because, like, the way he's getting well, it, gotta, I could get it say, as well. What you got to say, yeah, in that situation, he, There's can't, no separation. he can't prove that you can't. So what you, what, like, you think I can't pay for it? I could pay for it. I won three hundred dollars. I could buy a rub and tug. Yeah, you want to see my bank account? Take a look at my fiance's ring. Ah, shit, man. I don't know. You can the just man li- just wants to just like you could the, lie about anything like that. The problem is not that he wants to have sex. <laughs> That's then, not what I had issue with. Then tell tell him you're a veteran. I don't do that enough. Yeah, some guy did say that to card. me though. And he was not like somebody who initially hit my like radar. Just like this guy was in the military, because it's not like I'm looking out for that sort of thing. But you can usually tell. Yeah, this guy did not like fit any of the uh, personality criteria that usually are associated with an armed service veteran of mm. ten years. I was very surprised. Maybe he lied. Probably. I love to steal valor at the casino. Uh, they give you fifty free bucks right when you get there. If, uh, That's the way to do it. Yeah. yeah. If there's yeah, a place, so to, if there's a place to do it, it's at the casino. Because someone, uh, you're unlikely to be challenged on it, and someone will probably thank you for your service. Yeah, but they they released the fifty dollars to you in just like drips and drabs. It's, it's uh, rewards points. You gotta you gotta stay at the table for six or seven hours before you get your valor points. Mm. If you're gonna steal valor, you gotta do your research though. You gotta have enough to say about like what you did. Yeah, because if anybody challenges you, it's over. Yeah, yeah, you, you have to. There's a whole backstory. You have to have. You have to have like at least six people that you can name right off the bat that you served with. Uh, you have to know exactly uh, how many children you murdered. Uh, you need to know uh, where you buried the corpses. Uh, you need to know uh, what kind of gun you used to uh, shoot them. Uh, you need to know what kind of gas that you threw into the house before to make them run out so you could shoot them. Uh, you gotta know all that backstory stuff. I was gonna, I I was a uh, uh, I'm gonna tell people I was a Navy SEAL, but like, you know, I did all the stuff, but they they really kept me closer to home. They wanted me closer to home. I didn't like the big raids that you heard about. Like, I didn't do the Captain Phillips one. I didn't do the um, I didn't do the Bin Laden one. Um, you know, they thought that all my services were just better uh, uh, at dusk, and you know, what? and I could have like I've got all the skills, but I spent I spent most of it uh, pretty close to home. You know, I spent it uh, you know in you know Northern Virginia, Greater DC. You know, a lot of good restaurants there, and you just and you just do that for a while. I'll be the guy who uh, I was in uh, Rhode Island uh, investigating uh, gay sex clubs. Yeah, I was I was out <laughs> I was out having sex with a, a a bunch of men on official Navy business. Hey, I served. I did my time. Exactly. Yeah, you can't take that away from me. <laughs> All right, we're done. So, uh, got We've done three hours of this podcast three today, boys. Hours cool. of this show, and it, you know what? It gets better every minute. <laughs> uh, thanks for having me, boys. Thank you for coming Glad back on. Th- coming back. Thank you for volunteering. Glad to be your second before, guest. Before I, I, I was. Brendan, if, if Brendan asked me if we wanted to do another one of these things, and if you hadn't already said I, I got nothing better to do, like I, I would have just said no. I would have been like, you know what, we're going again next next week. <laughs> but Take I mean, I could be racking up my dubs on Apex right now, uh, but you know, I I took it out of the goodness of my heart. Instead of carrying a team on Apex, I I will uh, simply carry this team. Uh, uh, be a be a support player on this one. Well, so, if, if, uh, if you'd like to, if you'd like to carry me in Apex, uh, I I can uh, turn my PlayStation on right now. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I can uh, uh yeah now now that we're done here I gotta I got I don't have to be asleep for another two hours or so I, I, I can get online right now I can start gaming do all the gaming I didn't do today because I decided to clean instead Dan tell him where to follow you uh at bld underscore aloft uh at bangle dads uh Please, if you're in the Midwest area, book us or come to one of our DJ shows. We do live visuals as as well as uh, DJing. It's a really fun time. It's a good show. Uh, It's new every time. I love DJing. I love getting the crowd going. I love making people dance. Uh, And check out our podcast, Haters in the Building, where we talk about The Bachelor and uh, other uh, television shows that suck. And yeah, hear all about hometowns. Hear all about hometowns. Yeah, we'll wa- uh, Fantasy Suites is a, a two-parter this year. Uh, I'm glad they're giving the time to Colton to really bust over two, <laughs> Four. two full episodes, three hours. Oh wait, uh, oh, wait no, wait, wait a minute. I'm 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 sorry. No, it's it's uh it's Monday. Monday is Fantasy Suites. Tuesday is the reunion show. I uh, I, I oh, remember they said there were two God. episodes, but it's not. It's not both Fantasy Suites. Oh God, that's dude. That's too much Bachelor. That's way too much. Uh, all right, uh, that's all I got. All right, Mike is at Mega Clang. Correct. I am at Patent Friending. Uh, Wade Jams on Spotify. Uh, Wade Jams on <laughs> Sporkle. SoundCloud. Wade. <laughs> Wade Jams on Firefox. <laughs> it's SoundCloud. Wade James on SoundCloud. He does our theme. Uh, Dan, one of Dan's songs is getting featured in the episode, so enjoy that. Uh, Dan, we we'll hope to have you on again sometime. Yes, of course. You Maybe guys we are can welcome do this on again our, uh... later tonight. Yeah. What are you? Doing? What are you doing at one a.m. local? Would you like to do this a third time? Uh, I don't think I could come up with any more wry observations about the world of sports Twitter. Well, All right. Well, All right. with that, we're Good done. Enough. Goddamn money, you dump. Money and the drugs. It's just goddamn beyond everything. What's it mean? What's it leading to? You know, if you'd have told me 20 years ago, I'd see children walking the streets of our Texas towns with green hair, bones in their noses. I just flat out wouldn't have believed you. Signs and wonders. But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, Rest is soon to follow. Oh, it's the tide. It's the dismal tide. It is not the one thing. Not the one thing.